0: Right, so we're going to
1: the
0: message right now. And so for the month of August, we have been, and we are going to continue to preach through um, the topic of human relationships and
1: last
0: week we learned something about the foundation of uh, relationships and um, the foundation that prepares us even for a possible future of marriage and the text we used to learn uh, last week was Ephesians chapter 5 verses 1 to 14 So last week we learned that the foundation of God's plan for a human relationship is not a relationship of uh, of contract, of um, cons- consuming goods from one another, but a, a, a relationship where we uh, give to one another the kind of love that God has for us.
1: in other words, that
0: is a necessary foundation for um, for marriage, and we need to keep that in our minds. And so I'd like us to keep last week's sermon in our minds as we uh, proceed with this Sunday's sermon. Hi, So we're going
1: to read from verse 15 uh,
0: to the end of the... Yeah, we're going to start reading from verse 15. Again, uh, English speakers, please read your own Bibles. So we're going to read it in Japanese only.
1: はいまたしに夫同様あ、キリスト はい、今日、And in
0: today's message, we're we going to go with two main
1: points. はい、And
0: like we did last week, so this first point today will be on what the definition of marriage, what biblical marriage is. for the second point we are going to learn how we can live how we can experience um, this mystery this great mystery of marriage
1: have you
0: ever thought what is love?
1: もちろんあると思いますね。愛のことがね、え、Of <笑><笑> course
0: that was a rhetorical question. Right? We all think about love. There are songs written about love, there are poems. We are all thinking about love. Um,
1: ね、漫画やアニメ、映画
0: so the amount of uh, literature the amount of manga and movies that have been written about this theme of love is uncountable
1: But then as we've, we've
0: talked and think so much about love but what love actually is I think it's hard to, act, to, to grasp hard to really define
1: 愛は当たり前のようなものだと思いながら love.
0: Well, we think love is just such a common and, and and you know common sense concept. Like we all know what love is, but yet we are so often troubled by love. We are we suffer because of
1: love. Especially for those of us
0: at the at that stage where we're thinking about pursuing someone for in marriage and. and uh, pursuing a partner and we think if love is such a natural thing to what, that, that we are supposed to understand why is it so difficult?
1: Yeah, why? why? Why is it so troubling? That's what the marriage the Bible,
0: so that love that Rome, that love that constitutes that is important for marriage it's written here in this text our text today in verses 23 and 32 that
1: it is a mystery this great and profound mystery of
0: God and that's why So when we say that marriage is actually a profound mystery of God, actually we can take that to mean everything that God is thinking, everything that God is planning, uh, God's plans, profound and and mysterious as it is, is being shown in marriage.
1: Yeah, like we,
0: we already brought this up last week, right? In the Bible, the beginning of the Bible, the first story in the Bible talks about marriage. And the last story in the Bible actually has been brought all through the Bible to the end where it talks about Again, another marriage—the the new—the new, the renewal of the, the new creation is also going to be starting so, with
1: marriage. So, and here in
0: in this passage, we are told clearly that marriage is actually uh, referring to Christ and the church—the relationship between Christ and The people of God.
1: That
0: means we can understand what God intense for humankind his, his love, his thoughts towards humankind his love for humankind how he wants our relationship between man and God between uh, mankind and God is shown in this thing called
1: marriage
0: So if we think about it this way then this marriage is actually a really huge and profound And so it's not something we can understand simply. It's not a simple thing. And this
1: is why Paul in in Ephesians 5 verse 18
0: says, We need wisdom. He says we, we, we need to understand. We need wisdom to understand the will of the Lord as he prepares to talk about marriage. He says we need wisdom. If we want to understand marriage, then we need to know God. We need
1: God.
0: If we leave God out of the equation, right, we cannot fully understand marriage
1: and
0: what that means is marriage is not first of all something designed to fulfill us you and
1: me
0: actually marriage is designed to point us to the only one who can fulfill us that's God himself this is truly important for
1: us.
0: So, the moment you understand what this is, this is the moment you understand what marriage is. Um, so, as we go through this process of uh, understanding of marriage, we go through the process of marriage is the process of understanding God's love for us. Hi. <laughs> なので right, this. <laughs> in marriage there
1: is
0: actually uh, we can actually see a manifestation of heaven and
1: hell in marriage. And so,
0: yeah, the reason why we say there's heaven and hell in marriage is because the Bible itself tells us in this four-part way of understanding the Bible that it ideal, the, the ideal creation, when God created this world ideally, and then our fall, where everything fell and we went into sin, and finally, when Christ redeems everything and we go into a, a final renewal, all of this is present in the process of
1: marriage. So, think
0: We often think about marriage as like this ultimate end point where I'm finally going to be loved. I'm finally going to be accepted for who I am. I'm going to find that perfect partner for me. Kind of like a Cinderella ending. We think of marriage as being
1: that beautiful thing, right?
0: We often have this this picture of marriage finally my prince has come you know, he's going to fulfill me he's going to give me everything that I ever needed he's going to understand me and this is this is going to be heaven So <laughs> this ideal no, course, this is not untrue this is what we are longing for, and it's a good
1: thing. Because
0: this is what we were designed for. We were designed to long for these things, and Jesus is really the ultimate you know, Prince, Char- the ultimate uh, perfect Prince who is going to come for us. In, in
1: the
0: end of the Bible, Jesus does come on a white horse to come and rescue us.
1: But if <laughs>
0: but in reality, when we get married, how do you feel? Uh, what's your experience, especially you know, during the honeymoon? And your first argument?
1: <laughs> you suddenly
0: are dropped into
1: fallen state. <laughs> 私に This
0: this 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 person who's supposed to support me, who's supposed to love me perfectly, who's supposed to be the ideal one
1: for me. Why did I end up with this guy? <laughs> so I I had
0: this experience before I met Patty. Before we got married, uh, I was. I thought of myself as a person who was pretty calm. I was pretty, um, it was hard for me to get angry.
1: <laughs> and I,
0: I thought of myself as being somebody who was really patient. I was really able to take things in and, and be calm through difficult situations. But in in, in, the, in the first year of my marriage, I experienced the most, most annoying, most the thing that caused the greatest anger in my life. In my whole entire life, I never experienced that until that first year of marriage. It's so surprising. You're so surprising. But to myself, I never thought I would get that angry. And also, this person, you know, I'm surprised and I, I, I was glad to see oh, why is it that this person this person that I I've come to love and I got married to is that person who is able to draw out so much anger from me and so from over there I had a choice
1: that I had to make that I to
0: I had to choose do I interpret what happened as oh this is because of you, because of my wife, you patty who made me into this kind of uh ang- you know angry person
1: angry person. Matawa kono ikari wa fukaku
0: or I could interpret it this way: that this anger, this capacity for for frustration and and irritation, was already there in me. It wasn't Patty's fault. It wasn't my wife's fault. But it was already inside me.
1: Marriage
0: in this sense, marriage does bring us to a kind of a hell because it it shows us the real ugliness that's inside us. What Because marriage is the thing that actually draws out all of the, the the darkness and the sinfulness, the the fallenness within us. It all comes to the surface. But then that is a good thing because if we bring that out before God, because when we finally see these things about ourselves, we can begin to change before God
1: because when
0: we are able to see our real selves uh, how fallen we really are and while having that ideal of what we could be becoming like Christ finally and we go through that process of growth that process of, of being renewed by the gospel that intense process is what a Christian is able to experience through marriage 一心
1: In the text we see here it says that the two
0: shall become one flesh. You know, they become one and the same. In, in that sense, it is the other person becomes you and that means that person now has the right, has the authority to be able to point out the reality within you, the, the, the darkness, the brokenness within you. The person now has the right to point it out to you.
1: if you refuse
0: to re- if you refuse to receive what your partner points out about yourself, that means you are re- you
1: are actually denying the reality about yourself. So, if I think about is the the two He says here in the passage that
0: the marriage relationship refers to Christ and the church. And how does this, how do we relate to this? Well, Jesus Christ, when he came for his church and he came on, went to the cross, on the cross, he showed us both heaven and hell. Right? He shows us the reality that you have sinned. You are more broken than you realize you are. And that's why you need to be saved. At the same time, the cross means he actually comes to save us from that sin bring us to that, to that heaven, to that ideal that God intended for us. So, guys, think
1: about this. If anyone is going to start to do that, what would you think of the marriage life? If I was this, I would say that you're going to do that.
0: Do you think of the marriage life? Then think about it this way: When these conflicts happen, when 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 you know the other person draws out these things, and we start to make it the other person's fault, do you think marriage would actually work?
1: では、あなたのせいなんです。あなたのせいなんです。そのように結婚生活をずっと生き始めてたら、And
0: if we start to think that uh um, the reason I'm unhappy, the reason why I'm not feeling fulfilled is because of my partner, if always it's because of my partner's fault, then I don't think we can we can expect to grow and marriage does not function the way it was intended to.
1: If you want to so, go for a proper marriage, take both sides at once. Don't I
0: think if you really want to experience what marriage was intended to be, I don't want, I'd like you to realize that, you know, it's not that ideal beauty, you know, that that thing that we have in our mind about the ideal marriage. At the same time, yeah, marriage is a wonderful thing, and I don't want us to make make it too, uh, make too light of a thing of marriage, but we need to have, hold both uh, together.
1: Christian,として、なので別の言い方をするとこうです。Christianとしてもしあなたがシングルなら、絶対に結婚しなくて私は幸せでなれないと思ってるなら、それは結婚を自分の救いとしてしまってます。Now,
0: to if you are not yet married as a single person, if you think that I absolutely have to get married, if I don't get married, I'm I'm never going to be happy. That means marriage has become too important to you. It's become an idol.
1: On the other
0: hand, if you tell yourself, "I'm never going to get married because marriage is this awful thing. I will. No- I'm rejecting marriage. Then you are actually rejecting God's plan." To renew you in the gospel and and marriage as God's gift to you to help you become more like Christ.
1: So I think that uh,
0: the healthy attitude towards marriage, if you are not yet married, is to be able to say, well, if God is going to give marriage... Allow me to get married, then I will receive it gratefully. And if not, it's okay because it's part of his plan for my life.
1: Uh, uh, covenant。And
0: the third thing about marriage, biblical marriage that we are going to look at is the concept of a vow, a covenant that we The
1: third thing
0: about marriage, biblical marriage
1: that we are going to look at is the concept of a vow, a covenant that we make.
0: In verse 21, it says, You are submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ.
1: And in verse 31,
0: it says, Therefore a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife and the two shall become one flesh. はい。結婚をただ I love you and love is well marriage is not just something where we just say I love you and
1: that's the end of
0: it no. yeah. so marriage is really a commitment by both parties to be committed to God's plan for marriage itself and it's a commitment that both give their lives to 別の way of putting this is marriage based on a covenant. The covenant itself is a combination somehow of both love and law. はい when we think law, we are think what? Marriage and law? Are we talking about being, you know, legalistic or something? Are we talking about being, being bound to some law? <laughs> Many people often say this today, uh, well, if there's love, that should be enough. Right?
1: Yeah,
0: many people today who think, well, if we love one another, that's gonna be enough. Why do we need to, you know, make a vow to one another? Why do we need to commit to some kind of a marriage marital contract and be bound? No, I just I love I love her, that's enough. But I'm gonna say this to them.
1: 愛し、I'm gonna say if you're
0: not willing to bind yourself to your your partner in that holy matrimony, in that holy covenant of marriage, at that means you're actually, you know, you are valuing your own freedom. You're valuing your own uh, freedom from restriction, from a legal contract, uh, more than the other person.
1: You know, I want to
0: If you really love that person, then show that love through uh, of a manifestation uh, through. Show that love. Yeah, yeah. Show it. Show it by being willing it. to be committed to uh, that covenant. Give me evidence that you love
1: me. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's a, yeah. Give me the evidence
0: that you love. You are say, say, Do you me? Yeah, often we are we are being asked, right? Uh, especially by the ladies asked, "Do you love me? Do you really love me?" The next question that will come, <laughs> "How much do you love me?"
1: Well,
0: the no But I think, yeah, the fact that we are married, the fact that we got married is the demonstration of my love for you. Because it is a promise of uh, being willing to go even to the extent of letting go of my own freedom, of, of releasing my own freedom, so that I can be bound to you. That is an expression of
1: love.
0: But well, let me give you an example now. If I, if I were to be asked by my wife, you know, how much do you love me? Um, mm, I, I struggle to answer. I that. I will struggle to, to be able to yeah,
1: give some good answer. And <laughs> the <laughs> <laughs> And the next really dangerous question is, why do you love me? <laughs> Why
0: that's a really dangerous question is because if, if you're asked, why do you love me? And your answer is, oh, because you're a beautiful woman. Oh, because you cook really well, cook for me. You know, because you're such a stylish, fashionable lady. You know, the moment you say that, you've, a stat, you've a attached a condition to the reason you love her. That's a really
1: dangerous answer. Man. Because,
0: yeah, the love that makes up marriage needs to be an unconditional love. It should be unconditional. It shouldn't be bound on how she looks, how she cooks, you know, how, how, how stylish she is. But of course, those are not bad things and if you have them, they are extras, they are really wonderful things, but that's not what marriage marital love should be based
1: on.。<laughs> As a pastor, you know,
0: of over twenty years, I think I've I've seen countless people uh counsel them um towards marriage, give them marri marriage counseling and also um o- officiated officiated at their weddings. Hi. The Tamani ko you kapugaimas jibunta chide se yako otsguru kaku kapurga. And from time to time there will be um a uh, wedding couple who say we want to write our own vows. It's not a bad thing, okay, to write your own well, wedding vows, but very often the vows sound something like this. anata kara, anata to They
1: amount to saying something
0: like this, oh because we have such great love for another so I vow to be with you forever. Uh, I want to be with you forever. That's my vow.
1: Hi. And what's
0: wrong with that vow is because it, it merely shows what they are feeling at that moment you know, expression of how they feel
1: mm. まあ、yeah,
0: Because you know, i feel such great love for you therefore i want to be with you forever
1: remember
0: what the, real, the original marriage vow it's supposed to be it's it's in sickness and in health, you know, whether it's, it's through hardship or, or in in abundance, I will promise to love you forever.
1: It is a vow that promises
0: to love even in the future, even in spite of you know, when when this present ideal condition is is over, I will still love you. That is what a vow should be. So I believe that marriage demonstrates the very cross of Jesus Christ. So I believe that marriage demonstrates the very cross of Jesus Christ. Why the cross? Well, first it shows us that vertical relationship that we need to
1: have. Because in marriage...
0: Each person in the marriage relationship needs to have that vertical relationship with God himself who alone can give what the person really needs. That's why it's written here, be filled with the Spirit, you know, in verse 18. Marriage is a a, a relationship where both parties need to first be filled with the Holy Spirit and marriage is for two people who are
1: Spirit-filled. Because
0: when you have that vertical right relationship with God and receive from him the love that you need, that is the point where you're able to start giving unconditional love in that horizontal relationship with your wife and yeah, with other people.
1: And I
0: have counseled many
1: couples.
0: And very often the point where it seems like things become really hopeless is when one party in that relationship says, I don't want to receive counseling. I have no problem. I have done nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with me. I don't need to be helped.
1: Because
0: that is a declaration of the fact that I don't need to change. I don't want to change. And so this is a very important um concept that we need to have to understand marriage. And then how do we live this out? how do we experience this in our life? And that's our second point, living out God's great mystery
1: through marriage. 33 Right, it's, it's from the verses verse 22 and verse 23
0: it's that wives are to respect and obey their husbands and husbands are to give of themselves um, sacrificially to love their wives and verse 22, yeah. Right, sorry, I didn't read the verse exactly. So verse 22, let me read it. Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. And for the husband is the head. Um, verse 22, wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. And verse 33, however, let each one of you love his wife as himself, and let the wife see that she respects her husband.
1: Hi. more controversial. It's more If you online, to switch off. As you hear
0: these words, maybe you're beginning to think, what, what? What kind of um, dated expression is this? You might want to turn off your screens. <laughs> Especially for the ladies who are present as you <laughs> hear this. <laughs> Many women as they hear this scripture, they will think, <laughs> what, what is <laughs> this? <laughs> Am I supposed <laughs> to think <laughs> that my husband has to be better than me, is above me? <laughs> that he has more authority. Over me? How does my husband become my boss? No, he's not my
1: boss. Why do I have to
0: obey my husband? Why do I have to submit to my husband? I'm not his slave. Often, sorry. It's a legitimate. Yeah, and I think that is a legitimate Objection that the ladies may have when they hear this. Because if we, if when we say authority, we think about being the head over the wife. If we think about this in a
1: normal human sense, then I would agree, yeah, it's it doesn't make sense.
0: But if we, if when we say authority, we think about being the head over the wife. If we think of this in a normal human sense, then I would agree, yeah, it's it doesn't make sense.
1: The
0: reason why often when we hear this phrase, submit to your husbands, and we have such a negative reaction, we reject this idea is because we've been so used to seeing authority as... Uh, as the world practices it, you know the the abusive husband or the you know the, the father who's too strong-willed and or or dominates over his wife or a boss who is unfair and unjust and ill treats his workers.
1: But the
0: original purpose of authority. Our authority in the Bible is something that was designed to protect us something to help us
1: for, ex-
0: for instance if God who created this world does not have the authority over this world then nothing will stand everything is going to fall
1: apart and in the
0: same way our governments if they do not possess any an amount of authority they will not they don't have the authority to, to establish any laws then well just going to fall into anarchy Every, anything can happen
1: so in a,
0: in a sense authority is originally meant to protect us something that was created uh, something that was meant to keep us together and, and, and uh, protect us but the problem of course is that in our fallen world that authority is not functioning as it should be
1: and where did that ha-
0: when did that happen how did that begin when did that authority uh, begin, begin to cease functioning
1: well
0: that happened with Adam.
1: Adam the
0: reason why we say it began with Adam is because he was supposed to exercise his authority and be able to point out You know, say Satan, you know, you're not supposed to say that, you're not supposed to deceive my wife, and he was meant to protect Eve from the lies of the evil one. But because he did not fulfill his role, his duty as a husband to exercise his authority in that way to protect his wife, we ended up with this broken
1: marriage. That's
0: the reason why, as Christians, we have the we, we have the duty, in that sense, to to reclaim that that biblical authority in our
1: marriages. So we have
0: as Christians can experience, we have to fulfill that the original design for marriage, where the man and the woman, while being different and having different roles, different responsibilities, yet are they are equal, and they are to live out that function that God designed for marriage.
1: So that's why
0: it's very important to see from our text today that it so often is written, "Love your wives as Christ loves, you know, in, in the way, in the manner of Christ. You know, you have cleanse her as Christ. Uh, does so to the church. You know, love her as Christ loves her, uh, as Christ loves the church. In all these ways, we are supposed to follow. We're supposed to be like, to imitate Christ, to imitate God.
1: Hi. To
0: I think most people will not disagree with the sense that you know, wives should respect their husbands and the husbands should love their wives. I think most people will have no objection to this. But many couples end up
1: saying this. <laughs>
0: Many wives say this to me I really want to love and respect my husband but the problem is my husband is not doing anything that seems worthy of my
1: respect Yeah, because they
0: say well if only my husband would just you know, do some things that change himself so that I could love him more I could respect him more easily you know, if only he would change If he would change it
1: would be so much I would be able to respect him. And then the
0: husbands (laughs) say the same thing. If only my wife would understand how how difficult it is for me to in my workplace outside how much how hard i've been working you know to provide for the family if only they would understand how how difficult it is for me to be to be a, a provider for the house if only she would love me more then i would be able to in return Hi, love
1: her
0: so let's think about this more carefully, especially in light of last week when we, we, we talked about it. Isn't this exactly what uh, a contractual relationship, uh, uh, a relationship where we, we give because we have received, it's kind of like a consumer uh, relationship. I think this is a vicious cycle. Yeah. If, we, if we go into this relationship thinking like this, it's just going to be a cycle that goes from bad to worse. How do we change this negative, vicious cycle into a virtuous cycle, a cycle that works as it should?
1: And if the wife so cute, I want it,
0: I think the way we begin to reverse that is if you as a wife is able to say even though I I don't see anything worthy of respect, I don't find it easy at all to respect my husband, I still choose to begin. I choose to take that first step to respect him. And for the husbands, you know, you, you choose to love your wife before she becomes that lovable, you know lovely woman that you want her to be. Before that happens, you begin to love her. That's when we begin to reverse the cycle. And then, of course, we realize that is not
1: easy. That's hard. But really
0: But think about it this way: Didn't Christ do the very same thing for us?
1: Before God, are we
0: lovable? Are we that that wonderful?
1: We people
0: who never complain, that we always obey Him, we always. We are. We people who respect God.
1: Completely different. We complain.
0: I think no, we we don't respect God most of the time. We we want to do things our own way. We don't respect His authority in our lives. We don't obey Him. We are not the kind of people that deserve to be loved.
1: But
0: but Jesus did not give us what we deserve, but he came. He came and walked with us and He brought He He came and taught us and went to the cross to forgive our sins on our behalf. And so
1: the, the,
0: the really important thing we want to see here is when Jesus came to this earth and exercised authority, he did it in order to win. It was for the purpose of winning us back to himself. And he served, and he did all of that he did in order to win us back to himself, to get us back.
1: and I we'll understand this that Jesus, you
0: know, he served, he served his church, he served us. You know, because he loved us, and, and it wasn't, you know, he didn't exercise his authority so that, you know, we would be uh, abused by his authority, we would, uh, you know, continue to be, be put in a bad position, but he did it in order to save us. Or even the opposite, he didn't just let us abuse him. Ah, oh, sorry, I didn't, yeah, so, and when Jesus gave his love for Only. us, he didn't, con- he did it in such a way that it wasn't uh, for us to continue uh, to abuse him continue to make use of him
1: but he did it in a yes. healthy way yes he you endu- no
0: uh, right, so when jesus came to us you know it is true that we did not love him as we should we did not uh obey him as we should but he did not uh, Die on the cross and, and allow us to continue in the way that we are. At the cross, He also clearly pointed out our sin and He pointed out what was wrong with us. Now, I want to say this to the wives. While well, it says here that, yeah, in 20 verse 24, it says, you know, wives should also wives should submit to, in everything to their husbands.
1: However,
0: Submit in everything does not mean you say nothing, you, you just remain quiet in all
1: things. Because
0: the ability to actually tell someone that what he's doing is wrong, that when something is wrong, the ability to tell him that is a way of serving.
1: When
0: your husband, when the husband is not acting in a way that fits with what God requires of him, what God wants from him, then that is the point where the wife should point it out to the
1: husband.
0: If you're not able to say that to your husband, it means that you fear your husband more than you fear God. That you actually want to protect that relationship you have with your husband more than you respect that relationship you have with God, your heavenly
1: Father.) And
0: on the other hand, if the wife controls the husband in everything and, and the husband has no choice but to just do everything the wife says, then that also is coming from a place of, of pride and that is not serving the husband as well. And of course, all of this applies to the husband
1: also. So
0: there are some husbands today who have said this, you know, because of my wife's um you know ridiculousness uh, her, her ridiculous demands, I I can't bear it any longer, so I'll just choose to be quiet and let her have her way. Because I have become so tired.
1: もう、and the
0: There are many husbands today who have, who, who have reached a point where they say, I am so tired of all of this fighting and this bickering, so I will just let her have a way so that I can have peace. But then that is escaping, running away.
1: person
0: because when a husband chooses to run away, he's robbing his wife of that opportunity to become to be to be sanctified, his wife of the opportunity to to grow from her weaknesses. And he's giving up his authority on to help his wife. <laughs> so uh, a healthy marriage is not a relationship where you, you run away from uh, con- troubles, you, you run away from conflict, but you actually have healthy conflict resolution. You learn how to have healthy
1: conflict. <laughs>
0: if there is a couple that came and said, I've, we've never had conflict, we've never had uh, fighting, I'm going to, I really suspect that if that's true. that's true. Because if if it's true that you've never fought, that means somewhere you've compromised. But then on the other hand, if it's only fighting, if it's only you know conflict all the time, then probably you're you're in a vicious cycle. So uh, at the end, I have two more points I want to make. Not two ah, more points. Ah, two more things two, I just want to mention. Two more things. Yeah, we want to say at the end. Hi. <laughs> non
1: の To the couple
0: where one party is uh,
1: non-Christian。大変な旅です。もちろん <laughs>
0: I, I, yeah, that is a difficult situation to be in. I understand that fully. But then with that in mind, do not compromise your, your grasp on God's values.
1: 日本でよくこういう状況があります。you
0: because in especially in Japan there are many couples, many situations where the party that's not a believer tell the other the believing uh, partner, I don't want you to go to church, I don't want you to read your Bible, I will not let you pray. And this is what what their marriage
1: looks like. And in,
0: in such situations, often the relationship with God and relationship with the partner with that unbelieving spouse is, is put in that that but if you start to accede to all of the demands of your unbelieving partner, that means you've given up your relationship with God. You've, you've become controlled by your partner. I would recommend you do this if you are the believing uh, spouse. Tell your spouse clearly what you value, what you believe.
1: Please communicate
0: with respect, with the greatest respect, communicate to your partner that it is because I love you, it is because I. Have this worldview, this biblical worldview that I really love and respect you.
1: And
0: as you do this, you give that partner a choice.
1: Because when you when
0: you do that, you give your partner the opportunity to decide to want to know God more to read the Bible and to get to know you better. But at the same time you're also giving that person the choice of completely rejecting God and saying no I'm not going to I'm not gonna do anything to get
1: to know God. there
0: might be a, a possibility that that partner might leave you because of this.
1: So I think possibility that be better if you because your partner clearly, you
0: know, give this. Them, give, give them this. choice. You know, either to, to read the Bible and accept you as a Christian or to decide not to, rather than to remain in that ambiguous, you know, abuse, perhaps abusive and, and difficult relationship.
1: Because if that
0: if you don't clearly communicate that then you're going to continue to live in a way that you you are not able to freely worship God and and serve him and get to know him and and engage in all the things that
1: he wants you.
0: To. Of course I understand in reality there are many many factors and there's your children to think about and there's many things that require wisdom. Hi, so if, if that's your situation, please come and, and talk to someone, and we would love to walk with you.
1: Hi. And
0: finally, I want to say something to those who are single.
1: Hi. Marriage is the
0: is the thing that demonstrates the relationship between Jesus and His church. Hi. 最高の花嫁 <laughs> so where do you think is the best training ground for becoming a bride, becoming a bridegroom? Where's the best place? What do
1: you think? It's a church. Because
0: why the church? Because in the church you can learn how to serve one another. You can love how to have healthy conflict Learn how to resolve those conflicts. You can learn how to to learn from one another and and grow together.
1: Because
0: in the church, you can learn what it means to respect uh, and submit to leaders and to be able to to serve
1: one another. I'm sorry.
0: The, re- the kind of relationship, the kind of, yeah, the the relationship you have within the church as a single will reflect. I will influence the kind of marriage you will have in the future. Because I think if you have a tendency to run away from problems in the church, it it shows you likely have a tendency to run away from problems in
1: marriage.
0: If you can build healthy relationships while you're single, based on the gospel, you're able to face conflict and and build healthy relationships with other brothers and sisters while you're single, then very likely you will be able to use those principles and build a healthy relationship with your future spouse. So let's pray together.